Welcome everybody to today's podcast, the Daddy No. Say what's up, son. Boo. Boo. Uh, as you hear, we're filling up the kiddie pool. That's right. We're going to have a kiddie pool day today. Uh, it's going to be nice. Got this kiddie pool yesterday and it already has a hole in it because that's what you get for 20 bucks at Target, right? You never feel more like a, like a father until you're standing in front of your little pool drinking a beer with your out of shape body all hanging out and your kids want to go in they got floaties on and it's only 12 inches of water like that that is a dad moment right there that right there is a dad moment and uh i'm enjoying the heck out of it i'm getting this water this water is freezing um and it's gonna get hey why don't you just put the hose in there let it fill up don't do that yeah just put the hose in there no i meant like put it in the water here put it in the water and then just let it sit there. And it'll fill up. Cool? Hey, we can't do this every day because either the water gets too dirty or and we got to refill it and we can't fill up that much water. I mean, okay, we don't just throw away the water. We use the water to water the plants and, you know, bathe the dog in it as well when we're all done with the water. And Sometimes I bathe in it and bathe my kids. Well, this is our pool. Okay, we're poor. And we, this is actually our tub. We're filling up a tub. But for the kids, they don't know. They think it's just playtime. So do not squirt me with that. Nope. Nope. Not even my foot. No squirting right now. Hey, what was the rule? Before we get in, before we get in, the, in, the, in the pool, what do we got to do? What do you got to do? You got to go sit on the toilet. Come on, let's go. You got 10 minutes or no pool time. Then you're not getting in the pool. You're going to fill up the pool to water the plants. How, how does that make any sense? Leave the hose in there. Thank you. Before, you, before we get in, though, you're going you're gonna to go sit on the toilet for 10 minutes, all right? Yes, sir. Say yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Thank you very much. So today's podcast, Daddy Know, it is day number 496 of being a stay-at-home father, episode number 68. Glad they're still going. Almost 500. Almost 500. What are we going to do for our 500th? Day, not 500th episode, 500th day, we can say, I don't know, probably the same thing we do every day. I think it's a Monday, there's the 500th day of being a stay-at-home father. But on today's episode, I talk about a trip that we just did this uh, past week in Corpus Christi. Thank you, shout out to Javi Luna and Mesquite uh, Pizzeria, that was really good. And that was not, that sounds like the worst plug ever. It was, I was trying to think of the full name, it's not just Mesquite Pizza, I think it's Mesquite, the Mesquite Comedy Club which is upstairs in the little, it, it's a really cool place. It has a pizza shop there. And then you go upstairs and it's a little room that fits about a hundred people. And it's nice. It's a, it's perfect for comedy. And we had a blast there, but I'll talk about the trip and how we almost died on the way back at like three o'clock in the morning. Actually two times. I felt like we almost, both times I was driving. Hey, I was sober though. I was sober. Actually that makes it worse that I was sober and I, we still almost died, but you know, it was fun. Uh, riding a bike with my son. I'm teaching him how to ride a bike. We'll talk about uh, this crazy story that happened at a daycare here called uh, La Petite. It happened last year, but the guy finally got convicted, 
And it makes me sick, especially because we were looking at places at the time to put my son in. And that was one of the places. And thank God. We, and it was one of the higher recommended places that they go to. And thank God. we didn't. Uh, Mayweather, McGregor, fight is on. Uh, what else? Some stuff from comedians like Schlesinger. Uh, apparently all women comics hate her now because... Let's go inside. Because she said some disparaging things about women in comedy. And then, of course, sad stuff like the shootings, both UPS and at the Republican candidates. All right, hold on, let's sit on the toilet. Good job. Get that, get that though, right there. Ooh, I know. What? Come on, sit on the toilet. I am going to time you. You got 10 minutes. 10 minutes. 10 minutes. What happened to your knee? Why, what, when did it get scraped? I was running and it just scraped. So you were just running and then it just scraped? Yeah. Did you fall on the floor? Mm-hmm. And Let go of the mic. Give me that. That's not funny. Hold up. Sorry about that. That's not funny. All right. I'm, I'm going to let you uh, go ahead and do this, son. And uh, you got 10 minutes. And good job. I am proud of you. All right? Don't move. Ten minutes. Son, if you can't sit on the toilet, look, I'm telling you, when you're my age, ten minutes on the toilet, oh, you're going to wish you had ten minutes on the toilet. Instead, you're going to have your kids banging on the door saying, oh, let me in, let me in, I got to pee. And then you tell them, like, oh, there's another bathroom. Why don't you go pee over there? And they don't get it. They're like, I want to pee in there. And you're trying to have your poop, and they won't let you. So enjoy your ten minutes by yourself on that toilet. I'm going to go time you. Ten minutes, I understand the percentage of ten minutes in your life compared to the ten minutes in my life. It does seem longer because you don't have... Oh, it's wrong? Oh, I'm sorry. You perceive time better than I do? Go ahead. Explain it to me. Explain time to me. You're I'm a fart head. Well, that might be true, but that doesn't mean you know more about time than me. I mean, I know nothing, but I know a little more than you because I've had more time. Don't sit like that. Sit straight. Sit sideways on the dang toilet. Sit straight and pick up your shirt because then you're going to poop on your t-shirt. And that's gross. All right. I'm going to go put the timer on. No! You just told me to put the timer on. I know you don't want the timer on, but I'm going to go put the timer on. All right. Then I won't put the timer on. Anyway. My son. That's my son. So, and that's my daughter crying in the back. Don't worry, my, my wife is here. She hasn't gone to work yet, but she's about to. She's about to, and then I'm going to be here with a crying baby and another guy who doesn't want to take a dump in the toilet. What's up? No, it hasn't been 10 minutes. It's been two minutes. It's been literally two minutes. <coughs> you have eight minutes left. Eight minutes. Eight minutes. I know, it's very stressful. You have a very stressful life. We are going to go to the pool, all right? We're going to go to the pool, but I just need you to relax and defecate into that toilet. And then my daughter's crying over here. All right, I'm going to go on this side of the house. Oh, this is my summer. This is my summer. It's nice, though. It's not, it's not very... I don't make any money doing it, 
but it's very nice. I get to spend time with the kids. Anyway, uh, I almost died in Corvus coming all the way back. First show, that, I mean, I bombed horribly, but you're always bombing. Well, listen, uh, what happened was I was the promoter for a friend of mine, Raul Sanchez. I pr- basically promoted her, and the first night, they didn't get the turnout that I was hoping, so I was kind of upset about that, and then I went up, and I gave nothing into my performance. I was just like this the entire time, like, blah, 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 joke. And everybody felt it on me. The second night, though, uh, went great. Had great shows. Both of them. Both of them great shows, especially that first show. And, and it's cool. You go upstairs, and you don't expect it. It's this little room. It's all black. It fits 100 people. Just a little bit of windows, but they put shades on them, right? Little stage, spotlight, all focused on you, right? The sound sounds great in there as well. So on the way back, we... Oh, my son's complaining. On the way back, I'm driving, right? The first night, Friday night, I, went, I wanted to pull over at a, at a rest stop, right? Not a rest stop, I'm sorry. At a convenience store because I wanted to get... I know you're going to go in the pool, but you got six and a half minutes left. Oh, you don't want to go to the pool? Well, you still got to sit there. I'm telling you, bro, just let, the, let it come out of your butt and poop in the toilet. See, you hear that? You hear that? This is the stuff that I deal with. This is the stuff that I deal with every day. Just arguing, arguing, arguing. <sighs> Son, you see what you put me through? Hmm? 2030, Isaiah. Hmm? See what you put your father through? You hear yourself? That's the way you were all the time, 24-7. Even when you're sleeping, you were like that. I don't know how you did it when you were sleeping, but you still were like that for some reason. So in 2030, Isaiah's like, yeah, I'm still the same, Dad. Still the same. Still the same person. Whatever. So coming back, I go off because I wanted to go to a convenience store, and I'm riding with my friend George. It's his rental car. And I pull off, and uh, I thought it was the frontage road. But for some reason, the frontage road, I think this is near Three Rivers in Texas, doesn't, it curves. It curves, and it was really dark, and I couldn't see. And it curved, and I slammed on the brakes because we would just went and flew off about six feet into a ditch. Thank God I saw that, and I wasn't drunk. The second time was... uh, we didn't leave till like 1.30 after, after the Saturday shows. Why are you not sitting on the toilet? Because I'm not going to go in the pool. All right, we're not going to go in the pool anymore, Mom, he said. I'm going to go turn off the water. But wait, stop! I got to go turn off the water. All right. So the second time, it was about 1.30 in the morning, 2 o'clock in the morning. No, it was closer to 3. And I thought I was good to drive because I was, I was sober. But uh, the road kept getting... Uh, like smaller and smaller and my vision was going and then it just started hurting really bad and thank god we made it because everybody fell asleep in the car my friend Raul and George and I was the one driving and we pulled over and then Raul George wakes up like at six in the morning and he's like why the hell are we still driving this is supposed to be a two-hour trip this is a five-hour trip I was like yeah we pulled over for two hours so I couldn't see anymore we almost died but we didn't how nice Mama, is she, is she tired? Yeah. Yeah, she hasn't had a nap. All right. I'm going to put this girl down for a nap, and then I'll be back without the kids. Uh, well, not without the kids, because I'm taking it. I'll be right back. All right, deuce. All right, I'm back. Put my daughter down for a nap. My son's playing his game. Uh, it's PBS, little AV. It doesn't matter. He's playing educational games. I don't have time to teach him. Here you go, son. Learn through videos. That's the proper way to do it, right? I am teaching him how to ride a bike, though. That's, that's a good father. 
Hmm? I'm the greatest father for teaching him how to ride a bike. I wrote a joke on Facebook that put, my son is embarrassed about his training wheels, so I put him on my bike too. Now we both get picked on. It was hilarious on Facebook. So many people liked it. It made me feel joy inside, huh? Because that's where we get joy now, through likes and comments. Thank you, everybody, who commented on my post that I put on. I worked tirelessly on it. I mean, it's a true, no, I didn't. I don't even have a bike, okay? Uh, you know what? He doesn't even have a bike. I just sat him there, and I was like, shut up. I'm going to write jokes. That's what I tell my child. I act like I'm a good parent. I'm a horrible father. That's a lie. I'm okay. I'm the world's okayest dad. I actually have a shirt that says that. We bought it on Pinterest. I don't know if my wife bought it on Pinterest. She probably bought it on Pinterest. It's so frustrating trying to teach him how to ride this bike. He's not embarrassed about the, the training wheels. In fact, uh, if I tried to take him off, he'd get very mad at me. He, the way he feels is the more wheels, the better, which is understandable because he has horrible balance because he's like his father. But uh, he's so slow on it. He pedals so slow on this bike, and it's hot outside in the morning. We're just trying to get to the park. That's what we do in the morning. It's such a nice little family thing. I put my daughter in her, her uh, little, uh, what is it called, where you push the kids in? Um, a basket. No, it's not a basket. A blah, blah, blah. That thing. Everybody's yelling it right now. That's this stupid. I don't care. Whatever. I put her in her, the thing that you push kids in when you don't want to carry them because we're lazy. I put her in that. And uh, with my son, he gets on his bike. And <clears throat> the park's only like half a mile away. Less than that. I think less than that. Maybe a third of a mile. Uh, I believe it's 3,000 meters. No, I don't know. It's, uh, it's not that far away. So I, uh, we go down. Stroller. There we go. I just, I just thought, I'm sorry. I was trying to think of the name in the back of my head. And it came out. It was like, here, bleh, stroller. Oh, I'm so happy. I'm not the idiot I thought I was. Everybody's like, yes, you are, Josh. So the stroller, right, I would put on that. We go down to the park, and he takes fucking forever to do that. He takes forever. And I'm just like, pedal, son. He's like, no, too fast. And I'm like, too fast for who, son? Who is that too fast for? It looks like the wind is pushing you right now. Speed it up, slow poke Rodriguez. I'm not a slow poke Rod. I'm not slow. <laughs> I can't say Rodriguez. Hold on. Hey, son, do me a favor. Son, Isaiah. Isaiah, say Rodriguez. Ba -ba -ba. That's close enough. <laughs> That's what he hears. I said, hey, are you speaking Spanish? Ba -ba 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 -ba. I was like, it's all right. It's more Italian, I guess. It's not nothing. <laughs> ba -ba -ba -ba. Here, one more time. Try to say Rodriguez. Say, look at me. Look at me. Isaiah. Isaiah, look at me. Say Rodriguez. Ba ba ba. Okay, close enough, whatever. But <laughs> it takes forever and it's just frustrating. But you know what? Patience. That's why they say patience is a virtue. I think that's why they say it. That's probably not why they say it. But that's what it is. Just patience. And he's going to get it. It's going to be okay. Take a deep breath. Don't kick him in the back. I know you want to kick him in the back right now, but don't kick him in the back. You want to kick your child in the back? Hey, not like in the back hard, just like in the back of the helmet, like one time. Be like, hurry, son, somebody's kicking you. Go. And he's going to be like, it's you, Dad. I'm like, just go. Hurry up. I'm tired of waiting for you. I got new cameras. Joking around. Here, let me move so my son can't hear me. Go to the kitchen. I got a new camera. And uh, my wife, I was just like, mm. 
we should make a sex tape. And she was like, oh, really? It's like, yeah. She's like, ooh, who are you going to cast for the male part? Real funny, lady. Haha, <laughs> real funny. Is that what you want? You want another man? Hmm? You want another man? Is that what you want? You know what? Go ahead and get another man. She's like, I was joking. I was like, you know what? I am. I am casting for this thing. Hmm? I am. I'm going to make a sex tape. It's all female cast, and you're not invited. How about that? She's like, whatever. You hang on with all dudes. What females are you going to get? I'm like, they could wear wigs. <laughs> Everybody's like, that's a totally different movie. I would never make one of those. Because I don't want to know the ugly form I I get embarrassed watching myself Well, not as much anymore I actually like it now But the old footage that I had I would get in, I thought I was amazing And then I look at the old footage For me, like back in 2012 And 2011 And the videos I had And I look at that I'm like, oh Oh, that's so embarrassing Oh my God, that's so gross I can't imagine myself Doing the deed naked And seeing that I'd be like, oh Oh, my God, this is horrible, my technique. Oh, good thing it's only 30 seconds long. This is a short one. But uh, <laughs> the film, the film is the short one. <laughs> Move on. Stop talking about that. What? It's a joke. Relax. I could talk about that if I want. The whole point is I got a new camera. So if there's any ladies out there, my wife said I can shoot that. No, she didn't. Edit that part out, Joshua. That's what my wife's going to say. It's too late, honey. It's in the podcast. That's what happens. Stuff comes to my head, and then I say it because I have Tourette's. I don't have Tourette's, but it is words that I say. Something really creepy happened. There's a, a, a place called La Petite, which is a daycare here. That, and when we were, my wife and I were looking for daycares to put our son in, this is one of the places we we're going to put our son in. Uh, turns out, about a year ago, this guy got arrested, and he just got convicted today uh, or this week he got convicted of doing child pornography out of this daycare that scares the crap out of me like i don't trust him going anywhere anywhere and like and now i know why my parents were like that when i was like can i sleep in my friend andy's house my parents were like no you can't sleep there and i'm like why why can't i sleep there or can i sleep at whatever friend's house because that's what their biggest fear was, that something like that would happen. They knew their son was dumb. Even though I might have been a little older at like 9 or 10, they knew I was dumb. And I'm like, you got candy? I do what? All right, I'll touch the toes. Like, uh, <laughs> that's horrible. But, like, I, I, yeah, like, I get it. I get it. Why? Well, I, I don't let my son stay any. My daughter is going to be the same way. They can stay over here. They can stay over here, but I, then nobody's staying staying. Anywhere in anybody's house, so that scared the crap out of me. That this, ugh, what a piece of crap! I hope he goes to jail for life because that that take, that's taking a kid's innocence. But people are paying to take their child there because they think it's a safe environment. Did they not do background checks? Apparently, this guy did it for twenty or twenty-five years. The dude was young, like in his mid-twenties, early thirties. But yeah, wow, ugh. I wonder how of the parents. The parents have to be suing. Any, I mean, you know, screw any parent that goes there. They, they, they've had it gotten shut down. I don't think they are shut down, but still, that's, ugh, that's like the worst thing that could happen at a daycare. That and your child dying. Both of those things. Moving on, Mayweather versus McGregor, huh? Ah, there we go. Let's take a lighter note. Uh, who's gonna win? Who cares, right? Who cares? Everybody cares. Everybody's gonna watch that. Who's gonna win? Probably Mayweather. Why? Because they're boxing. It's not MMA. What I want to see, because 
when you fight and you train your body that hard for so long, it's no longer uh, you, your body's just doing reactions. That's all it is. It's not you're not thinking about throwing a kick or an elbow or a punch. You're just doing it. And I know this because I'm an amazing MMA athlete. No, it's just something that I do though. Just like doing stand up. It's just something that happens. Like it just you don't even think about it. You're just in the moment and it flows and you get into that flow. It's like riding a wave, like you're surfing. Anyway, uh, you uh, oh yeah, them versus they're boxing. I want to see if when McGregor gets really into it, if he accidentally lets a knee go or an elbow go and hits Mayweather. Because it's going to go the distance. Because Mayweather's not going to knock him out. It's going to be Mayweather running the entire time, right? But just scoring points. Dot, 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 dot. And it's going to be McGregor trying to swing and get at him. That's all he's going to do the whole time. It's like Hulk Hogan. Ver- no, it's not like Hulk Hogan versus... Uh, rocking, but it's it's something like that, a little bit like that, right? But he's not going to knock him out. What would be interesting is if inst- not not that they're going to do MMA, not that, but because McGregor would kill him in there. But what would be interesting is instead of using like eight ounce gloves or whatever ounce gloves they use, they use the MMA gloves. Oh, that way, I mean, that would that would mean I don't know who the advantage would be to. If the advantage would be for Mayweather because it would make him faster, or if the advantage would be for McGregor, you know, because he'd be able to feel the full force instead of having eight ounce gloves and not impacting his. I'm sure it's, it, um, he can definitely knock him out. Now, if he does knock him out, if, but the chances, the slim chances he catches him and knocks Mayweather out, that means he's the champ in boxing in how many weight divisions in UFC is he going to have to defend all that? You know what? He should defend all that, but like back to back to back, like have all three fights in one night. That's what he has to do. No, forget that. All at the same time. He has, McGregor has, if he wins, he has all the fights at the same time. There we go. That'd be a good fight. I'd pay to see that fight. No? Yes? Maybe? What do you all think? Nobody? Okay. A lot of shootings happened. Not just the shootings, the, the, the Republican people got shot. I should know everybody's names, but I don't. I don't know their names, and it's, it's sad. Uh, but also there was a UPS shooting. What's scary, though, is you probably heard of him. Uh, Alex Jones comes out and says that, and everybody's like, why are you even talking about him? Because millions of people watch him. Millions of people watch this dude. So uh, he's coming out and saying, he goes, these are the first shots of the new American Civil War. I'm like, yeah, let's, uh, let's calm that rhetoric down a little bit. Let's just relax a little bit. It's, it's kind of scary. Let's, and you know what? These, so a lot of these dudes, these militias are ready. I used to, okay, I used to do business to business, and I worked for this uh, nonprofit organization that would lobby for small businesses. And my job was to go to small business owners and tell them about federal and pending federal and state legislation and then try to get a lot of money out of them. Like thousands of dollars. It's like, oh yeah, all this is happening, and you can shut your business down, blah blah blah. And uh, I'm gonna need ten thousand dollars. No, a thousand dollars. No, a hundred. I leave. Okay, I'll I'll leave now. All right. Thank you very much, sir. Appreciate it. Or Matt, and then I left. <laughs> That's most of the interactions I had, right? But I had to go out there to some scary places like Fredericksburg. Well, that's not scary, but for business to business, for me, it was scary to go out to the hill country, Fredericksburg and Bandera. And what's up? What do you help with? Shoot that fish. Why are you playing shooting games? You're supposed to be playing. No, you're supposed to be playing math games. I already told you that. <clears throat> math games. 
Yes, math games. Go back and play math games. Thank you, sir. So I go to the, the hill country, right? And I talk to these people, and they were, they were, they were like ready for civil war. Now, granted, this is back 2012, Obama was, was, uh, was in there, and uh, I'm pretty sure some of it was racial. But um, it was scary to hear them say, and these are not like just redneck dudes. A lot of these are, like they're not living in trailers. They're multi-million dollar homes that they live in. They're millionaires, some of them. And they were talking about how they were ready for martial law and let's bring it on and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I haven't been out there since Trump was elected. But still, I'm pretty sure as far as the government goes, not Trump, but the government goes, they feel the same way. And that's, that's scary to think that stuff. I'm not. I don't, I don't want a civil war. That would, that, would, that would be bad. I don't know if you guys know this, but I think that would be bad. It would totally, it would, people would get hurt and it would be bad. It was scary, man, going out there. There's a lot of places I felt like, like I knew I wasn't welcome. Like, all right, young dude with a beard, and I don't know what you are, if you're Mexican or Middle Eastern or what that. I just know I don't trust your face. Something about your face says, hey, ethnicity that I shouldn't trust. And that's what they go by. The worst one was in Dallas. I went, it was actually a little town right outside of Dallas. We did a blitz, which is what they do is they take all these di- all these different door-to-door salespeople, because that's what it is, it's really sales, all these door-to-door salespeople, and they bring them together and they blitz just one town. And they brought us from all over, and I was with a dude from New York, and he was uh, one of the high, the managers up there or whatever, and so, or team leaders, they're managers, team lead. And uh, we're going to this one area, and you hit like 80 to 100 businesses a day from 7 in the morning till 5, 6 o'clock at night. You're hitting door to door to door to door, trying to get as much money. So I go into this business, and it looks like a hoarder's shop. Like they just have junk on the wall and stuff. And uh, a lot of Confederate memorabilia, a lot of Confederate. And this, there was this lady or man. I don't know what she was. It might, I think it was a lady, though. Um, I go, and I was just, I give this, hi, my name is, I'm from, and 10 seconds into it, she goes, I don't want to talk to you, I was like, well, we don't talk to your kind, I was like, oh, and then I hear from the back, an old man go, get out of here, and I was just like, all right, thank you, and I left, like, fast, and I was like, oh, and I get in the car, and I tell the dude from New York, he's like, I'm so sorry, you had to put up with that racism, and it clicked, I was like, Oh, I thought your kind meaning solicitors. Oh, I forgot what my face looked like. I apologize. Uh, yeah, the, that was a whole racist thing, not a <coughs> not a solicitor thing. Uh, well, now I feel worse about the situation. I just thought I was a bad salesperson. Now it's about my ethnicity. Uh, that's that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that's how big of a bubble I've been in my entire life. I forget that most of the United States is white. I really do. Because, I mean, I grew up in, in South Texas. but I mean, I went to, to San, Mar- San Marcos, Texas State, and that was a little bit of a culture shock. But uh, most of my friends were black, so I didn't really deal with... Uh, it was. I didn't, I, didn't deal, I didn't have too many white friends. I don't know why. I just didn't. Um, but... Going in the valley and then coming up, now living in San Antonio, which is just the New York for the people in New York. Like, no, it's not New York. Listen, coming from a small border town, this being the very first big city and the Spurs play here, this was 
our New York. It was like New York, New York. But we get all excited when we see the Alamo Dome and the Tower of Americas and the oh my God, we're in the big city. We're in the big. That's what we would think. And so, um, it's uh, yeah, it's it's weird. You don't. It's hard to experience as much racism when all the people around you are usually minorities as well. But in this area, they're the majority. They're not minorities. They're the majorities. <coughs> Dang, I got a tickle on the back of my throat. Right, let me get some Topo Chico. That's what I'm, <laughs> I like it. So what was it talking about? Shootings? That's sad. That's scary. Amazon bought Whole Foods for $13.7 billion. I can't even wrap my mind around that much money. $13.7 billion. I heard there's trillionaires. I didn't know that. I heard that there's trillionaires right now. But, yeah. So now when you go, Amazon can... If you have Amazon Prime, uh, now you can get your organic vegetables half off. No, I don't know if that's true. I don't know why they bought them, but they bought them. Amazon's buying everybody, right? I know they bought this thing, a rooftop. It was a a thing for for comedians. What they do is they put up videos at clubs or video cameras at clubs, and they record the ones they like, and then if they liked you, they would would send you the video or the record and be like, hey, we want to use this, and then they pay you X amount of money for being able to license out that video. They don't own the bit, but they own that one video, and they can play it for whatever they want, right? Well, Amazon bought them out. And now they don't tape at the clubs anymore. So that's what happens. Moving on to comedy, moving on to stand-up. Liza Schlesinger, 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 a comic, right? She was from, I believe she won the second last comic standing. She was young. She's young, right? She's only 34. She's been doing stand-up for, I think, over 10 years. But uh, she got into some trouble because she basically called all the women comics at the improv in L.A. hacks. That's what I got out of what she said. Cause, and it was kind of unprovoked. She basically said, she goes, yeah, I go in there and all they talk about is their vaginas and it's the same material and it's sad. We should be different. We should be above that. And she was like, I'm not saying that you don't see the same generic white dude or the same whatever. Of course, she went to white dude because it's the only one she can go after. <laughs> the only one it's safe to go after. But man, yeah, that's that's one... It's sad because I don't look at, at at comics like, oh, you're a male comic, you're a female comic, you're a black comic, you're a Mexican comic, you're a gay comic, you're this, you're that. You're, no, you're just you're a comedian, and I put I, I split comedians into you're funny or you're not funny. That's my perception of you're funny or you're not funny. I even if you're not, I'll put it this way: not that you're not funny, but that I think you're a hack or you suck. You can I cannot think you're funny, but I get it. I'm like I get it why other people think that's funny. I personally, it's not my stand up, but you know, you know, it's like listening to music. Like I like, I like rap. I like, uh, uh, you know, System of a Down. I like that as well. I like I like all types. I don't even like jazz. You know, I'm not that big of a fan of country, but uh, you know, when when I do hear some country, I'm like, oh okay, that's yeah, I get it. I, that that's that's fine. It's not my cup of tea. I thought you were from Texas. Yeah, I am from Texas, but still, I like some country, not especially the country now. Ugh, it's so bad. It's like they're trying to put so corny like rap lyrics into it. It feels it feels like rap country rock. This ugh. Anyway, it's a, anyway, so uh, yeah, uh, she got in trouble for that's the one group you don't want to get mad at you 
is a group of female comics because right now especially is like female comics are like sticking together. We're doing it, ladies. <laughs> Everybody gets some crap for some female comics that hear that. But it's it's you know what I mean. It's a, it's a I I used to get I used to get stuff from this one comic who who used to live here. She she's like, oh, nice to see that there's no females on the on the show. I'm like, dude, how many shows that I've seen you with? It's all white people. I don't say, oh, nice to know there's no Latinos on this show. I don't say that. Well, there's only three slots on the show. All right, so we all happen to be male. Look, one's Asian, one's black, and one's Hispanic. Doesn't that count for something? Jeez, what's wrong with you? There's only six female comics in San Antonio. We got to put you on every single show? And the answer to that was yes, you have to put them on every single show. Uh, I wish we did have more female comics here, though. We don't have as many. Because I have sketches I want to do that need female parts, and my friends are tired of putting on wigs. So, (laughs) did they put on wigs? Well, you know, I, I try to get them to put on wigs, but they don't all the time. Got shows coming up, man. Got shows coming up. Blind Tiger tonight. I'm featuring for Raul Sanchez. Uh, and my friend Edward Hernandez, Hernandez and uh, Anthony A are going to be on there. Um, Anthony A is from 98.5, the Danny Cortez show. And Edward tours with Carlos Mencia. But it's not like, oh, I guess it's a Latino show, Latino. No, we're just comedians doing comedy. That's all it is. It's not based around being Hispanic or Latino or Mexican, whatever you want to call yourself. It's not based around that. It's just we're doing stand-up. That's all it is. So come to the the show tonight, Blind Tiger Comedy Club, underneath the Magic Time Machine, located off uh, 410 Northeast Loop, 902 410 Northeast Loop. 902 Northeast Loop 410. There, I finally said it. Uh, that's where the, the show is going to be. And uh, it's going to be a good show. Only 10 bucks or 15 bucks to get in. And then next week, I'll be at Scene Array going back home to record the first part of my album, Clown Poet. Uh, a few stories I'm going to record there. I'm going to do a full hour, but uh, I'm going to record a few stories there. Um, and yeah, so those are the shows that we got, that I got coming up home. Let me, my son to say bye to everybody. Hey, son. Son, say bye. Bye. That's it. We're done with the podcast. Bye-bye. What do you want to do now? Play a game. Well, yeah, you've been on this thing for 45 minutes. I think it's time that we, what did I tell you, one hour? Okay, you got 15 minutes. 15 minutes left. All right, guys. Uh, thank you all for listening to another episode of Daddy No. Uh, check us out every week. We got the 500th uh, not the 500 episode, but the 500 day of being a stay-at-home dad. And I think I might do a podcast that day. So who knows? Maybe I won't be lazy. But thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Uh, comment, share, like. And uh, I'll talk to you all next week. Deuce.